Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Welcome to The Sports Angle, live on AMP TV, double AMP TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on CBS Sports, KSIX, Astros, Rockets, Texans Radio Network, as well as Magic 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco. Let's get into it. Recently, the NBA made its return. Recently, they had opening night in the NBA, and they had a star-studded matchup to end the day. They had a matchup that casual fans were excited for, diehard fans were excited for, even your host Rocco, who is the definition of a casual NBA fan was on his couch excited to watch this game. And it was the Los Angeles Clippers going up against the Los Angeles Lakers. And, of course, because it was opening night, and the fact that the Los Angeles Lakers were the defending, reigning NBA champions, they got their championship rings. All right, their players, they got their championship ring. LeBron was celebrating with it. You had Lakers players celebrating with it pre-game. You know, it was an interesting ceremony. But there was a report that came out alongside of that championship ring ceremony that a lot of people just couldn't resist making jokes about. While the Lakers were getting championship rings, the Clippers were getting PS5s. Yeah, you're hearing that right. I can't make this up. That L.A. Clippers players got PlayStation 5s and headphones ahead of their season opener against the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, we know this because there were screenshots from the Clippers locker room that showed PS5s and brand new headphones in their locker room. Now, I do wonder why they got PS5s and lock and headphones on opening night. I do wonder, was this a practical joke that majority of us were missing? Was this a troll by the Clippers in order to mess with the Lakers organization? Or, what I believe happened is that the Los Angeles Clippers... They knew the Lakers were going to get their championship rings. They knew that the Lakers were going to get that celebration in their own arena. So in order for the Clippers to not be left out, the Clippers organization gave their players PlayStation 5s and headphones because they didn't want their players to be left out. 
Now, if this was a normal show, I would just hit the boot button and just let it play for a solid two minutes. If I was a show that goes on before me, I would just play the boot button and just go, come on, man. I mean, understand that when it comes to that conclusion, that if the Clippers gave their players PlayStation 5s, simply because they didn't want them to be left out in terms of celebration, I have to look at that organization and go, what's wrong with you? I have to look at that organization and go, is this seriously what we're doing? Because I want you to think about this. The fact that people, the fact that people are actually making jokes about this should be the entire explanation for why this was a bad thing. Right? The fact that people on social media are saying hashtag gaming over winning, it's an indicator about the Clippers franchise. And before anybody in Las Vegas tries to say that I don't like the Clippers, for the people out there in Texas who say that I'm just bashing the Clippers, I want you to understand something. I'm a Clippers fan. All right, your host is a Clippers fan, and I'm the one calling them out on this. Because it would be absolutely ridiculous if the Clippers management wanted to give them a celebration when they didn't accomplish anything last year. All right, you still didn't make it past the second round. You still got upset. You still got eliminated. You didn't even go up against your big bro in the Western Conference Finals like most people assumed you would. So understand that there wasn't anything to celebrate last year. There wasn't anything to celebrate heading into a new year. All right, getting Kawhi and getting Paul George, that has already worn off. All right, there isn't anyone sitting there going, hey, we just got Kawhi and Paul George. Now it's, hey, we have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. So I don't understand what the Clippers were doing. I don't think that they really understood that they were going to get mocked for this. They were going to be played as a joke. They were going to be played as a punchline. You were going to have people come on to a radio show and talk about it. Because the Clippers made a joke out of themselves by giving their players PlayStation 5s while the Lakers, their big bro in their own stadium, was getting championship rings and was going to get a banner raised there at the Staples Center. Now, understand that as we're talking about the NBA here on the sports angle, there was also a bit of controversy that had happened. There's actually been some debate that I believe is absolutely ridiculous. Now, on a show held by the four-letter network, there was this analyst who made this off-the-cuff, really unnecessary and I'm going to say blatantly rude comment. They were talking about second-year player Ja Morant. And out of nowhere, with no indication, no heads up, 
Honestly, it didn't even feel like it was part of the dialogue it needed to happen. This analyst says, and I quote, yeah, he is what De'Aaron Fox thinks he is. And you could see his co-workers immediately go, wow. Like, you could see people at ESPN even looking at him and saying that he took it too far. This led to eventually De'Aaron Fox, the point guard for the Sacramento Kings, even calling out said analyst for saying those comments. Like, he even acknowledged the fact, De'Aaron Fox in the tweet, that his co-workers even gave him the side eye because of those comments. And I'm going to sit here and say De'Aaron Fox is absolutely right. Not only were the comments unnecessary, it was also very unwarranted. I want you to understand that De'Aaron Fox and John Morant shouldn't even be compared to each other. De'Aaron Fox is a young point guard in the NBA. John Morant is a young point guard in the NBA. That is where the comparison should stop. Okay, the way that they play the game, the way they are used in their organization, and more importantly, their their styles are completely different on how they play the point guard position. Now, I would understand if you were comparing a point guard that had a similar shooting style. I would understand that maybe you would make a comment like that if you had two point guards who were at the top of their game and you needed to find out who the best is. But the fact that this analyst brought up that John Morant and De'Aaron Fox and really how uncomfortable it made everyone around him look... I'm just going to say the comments were unnecessary. You shouldn't be comparing De'Aaron Fox and John Morant. And I honestly think both of them are going to have breakout years this year in Sacramento and Memphis, respectively. So understand that. Now, we are going to be getting into the sports angle about the rise and fall of NBA 2K. We are going to be getting into how... NBA 2K from Take-Two Interactive, how they started at the beginning with Sega Sports, how they started as an exclusive on the Sega Dreamcast, how they rose to popularity thanks to the fall-off of the NBA Live Series from EA Sports, and how they eventually took over and became the exclusive NBA video game company by the 2010s and how they have fallen in by the end of said decade. I'm going to talk about how they rose and then they fell and that is the NBA 2K franchise. Stay tuned for that. Don't go anywhere. So this is the Sports Angle. I'm your host Rocco. Go to our social media at The Sports Angle and go to our website, thesportsangle.com and follow your host on social media at Rocco Kelly Radio. We'll get into NBA 2K, so don't go, don't go anywhere.
Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-470-7113 That's 800-470-7113 AMP, the multi-format network, is here to help create, produce, distribute, and sell your content. For more information, send a message to info at aamp.tv. That's info at aamp.tv. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-854-3183. 800-854-3183. 800-854-3183. That's 800-854-3183. Welcome back to The Sports Angle, live on AMP TV, double A-M-P TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on CBS Sports, KSIX, Astros, Rockets, Texans Radio Network, as well as Magic 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco. Let's get back into it. Go to our website, thesportsangle.com. Check out all the content we have on there. And go to our social media at the Sports Angle on all platforms. Engage in the conversation we have on there. The trivia question we're we are going to have 
for all the people on social media, for everybody to engage, is evolving NBA 2K. And it's going to be which NBA 2K was the first one to have Michael Jordan be featured in the game? Which NBA 2K was the first one to have Jordan mode? Where you would play the most iconic games from Michael Jordan's career. You would have the Jordan shoes in your my career. Michael Jordan made his first major appearance in which NBA 2K? So if anybody who knows the answer to that question, answer it on our social media at the Sports Angle or on all social media platforms or the chat on AMP TV, double AMP TV, or our Facebook Live. Now before we get into the rise and fall of the NBA 2K franchise, I have to answer one question that is on everybody's mind. And the question that you're probably all asking right now is, Rocco, why are we talking about NBA 2K? And to simply be uh, blunt about it, it is because I have grown up playing video games since I was a kid. Okay? I have grown up playing sports video games. And one of the genres of sports that I have played for decades was the NBA franchise. Now, I will be fair. I started with NBA Live, but then I gradually went into NBA 2K. And I will say that some of the best years of sports gaming was me sitting down playing NBA 2K I mean, NBA 2K12 is one of the greatest video games I have ever played. I will say that from top to bottom. So the reason why we're talking about the rise and fall of NBA 2K, the reason why I really want to break this down is because I had a personal attachment to the NBA 2K franchise. All right, when I was a teenager... I used to go home and play NBA 2K all the time. I used to sit there and play the my team, play the my career. Back then it was called my player. They used to also have all of these play now modes. You had the aforementioned Jordan mode that I mentioned in the trivia question. It was a personal attachment and a personal favorite of mine. So that's why we're going to break it down today. We're going to break down the rise and fall of the NBA 2K franchise. But like I said, we have to start from the beginning here. Because in order to get to the rise, you have to establish the foundation. Right? You have to establish the pulse of the situation. So here's what happened. NBA 2K was originally started from Sega Sports. All right, Sega, they had their sports division. All right, they had their NFL 2K. They had their NBA 2K. And more importantly, they had all these different subdivisions of sports in their Sega program. And NBA 2K just so happened to be one of those sections. Now, understand that they're, uh, they were being developed 
by visual concepts. Visual concepts has been part of NBA 2K during their entire 22-year run. Now, this is very important why I bring this up. All right, visual concepts will be a major player in this conversation later down the line. So as we're talking about NBA 2K here on the Sports Angle, all right, we've established that they were originally published by Sega Sports. All right, they were being developed by visual concepts. Now, what made NBA 2K stand out was that because they were made by Sega Sports, their first uh, early years of development, they were a Sega exclusive. Okay, if you wanted to play NBA 2K, you could only play it on the Sega Dreamcast. And they also had something creative as well. And that was the fact that Allen Iverson signed an exclusive deal to be the cover athlete for not just NBA 1, not just NBA 2, not just NBA uh, 3, 4, and 5. Allen Iverson signed a multi-year deal to be the cover athlete for NBA 2K because he was, without a shadow of a doubt, the most popular player in the NBA post-Jordan. So you have to understand that Allen Iverson, he was the cover athlete. You have to understand that they were an exclusive of Sega Dreamcast. And you might be asking, why was that important? It was that they were competing against a big dog. They were competing against a franchise that had already been established eight years prior. They were going up against a company that had already established their own basketball video game, and that was over at EA Sports with NBA Live. And NBA Live, they had, you know, these cover athletes on a rotating basis like we see now. So what NBA 2K did was two very important things. One, they had exclusive rights to a certain company. Two, they had an exclusive cover athlete. And they did this for the first couple of games. They also had street basketball, which at the time, I want you to seriously think about this. Back in the year 2000, when the NBA 2K series introduced street basketball, it was a revol- it, it, it was a revolutionary concept that had never been done before. It was a concept that most people had never seen. All right, a video game of that caliber playing street basketball. From personal experience, you could spend hours playing on the blacktop doing a 1v1 match with your favorite NBA players, and you would not get bored. You could play against the computer. You could play against your friends. It was an amazing experience to play street basketball, but they revolutionized that. They brought that in back in the year 2000, and they were also the first game when it came to sports that allowed online play. They were so ahead of the curve back in 2000. That was the way they stood out. All right. They swung for the fence and they came up huge when they were starting out. 
You want to know something else that NBA 2K did that was also revolutionary for its time? Something that even MLB, NFL, and NHL hadn't really done yet. And that was on NBA 2K2, which was released in 2001. They had also done one important thing. They had brought in past players as playable characters. They had Bill Russell, Dr. J, Julius uh, Irving, obviously, Magic Johnson, and Larry Bird. I want you to understand this, that back then you didn't see legendary players play in your game. You rarely ever saw players from the past be in current video games. Because when you were in the early 2000s, you had to play the current rosters. You had to play the current players. So back on NBA 2K2, when they were when they allowed you to play as Bill Russell, you got excited. When you were allowed to play as Dr. J, you got hyped. And then as we're getting towards the establishment of NBA 2K, they made a licensing agreement that started them on the path to popularity. Around 2004, the NBA 2K series signed an agreement with ESPN for ESPN to be the branding for their upcoming titles. So NBA 2K4 and NBA 2K5 were simply known as ESPN NBA Basketball. And understand that when they brought that in, it added more legitimacy to NBA 2K. When they had ESPN have their affiliation with them, it made their product a lot better as a result. So as we're talking about the start of NBA 2K, when we go into the next segment, I'm going to talk to you about the rise of NBA 2K and how they got NBA Live to eventually shut down and become the sole NBA brand. It's in the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Attention business owners, you and your customers are listening to this commercial right now. Face it, every business needs customers, even yours. The Sports Circus is a primetime nationally syndicated program that's carried on ABC, NBC, CNBC, and Westwood One News affiliates, plus CBS, Fox, and NBC sports affiliates across North America with coverage from Hawaii to New York. Also, the Sports Circus is available to the 180 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, and the Sports Circus gets about 4 million website visitors per month, which could click through your website and bring sales. The 
Sports Circus provides great content featuring celebrity guests from sports and entertainment to our audience every weekday, which your company could greatly benefit from by increasing your visibility, foot traffic, eyeballs to your website, and calls from potential customers. Call us right now at 702-799-9935. Again, 702-799-9935. Or email us at info at thesportscircus.com. That's info at thesportscircus.com. Drive your sales today by advertising with the Sports Circus. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-470-7113 Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. 
AMP TV, double AMP TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on CBS Sports, KSIX, Astros, Rockets, Texans Radio Network, as well as Magic 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco. Let's get back into it. As we are talking about NBA 2K, the last segment, I talked to you about the beginnings of this franchise. I talked about how in the early 2000s, they were innovative. They were creative. Right? They introduced things into video games that weren't just first for NBA. They were also first for sports video games in general. All right, I mentioned all of these accomplishments and all of the achievements that they did in the early 2000s. Now, before we get into their peak, before we get into what most people considered the prime of NBA 2K, I'm going to ask you the trivia question we had earlier in the show. And the trivia question was, which NBA 2K introduced Jordan mode? Which NBA 2K allowed you to relive Michael Jordan's greatest moments allows you to use Jordan's shoes for the first time in your My Career and all of the modes in the video game. And more importantly, which video game was it that you were allowed to play as the iconic 90s Bulls for the first time in franchise history? You tell me which which, uh, version of NBA 2K was that. Go to our social media at the Sports Angle. You can engage in the conversation there on Amp TV, the chat we have there, or on Facebook Live. Now, I I took the last segment and I left I left off on ESPN NBA 2K5. I mentioned how them branding with ESPN was a major step in the right direction. How them having the official licensing of a major Big Four network was something that separated them from NBA Live. Because you got to remember at this time, NBA Live was still the big dog. NBA Live was still the top NBA video game every single year. Now, here's what changed. There were two big changes that led to the rise of NBA 2K. One of them had to do directly with NBA 2K, and the other one had to do with NBA Live and EA Sports. Now, what happened in 2005 is that Sega Sports sold visual concepts, sold NBA 2K, NFL 2K, MLB 2K, NHL 2K. They sold the 2K company to Take-Two Interactive. Now, Take-Two Interactive is the company that still produces the 2K series to this very day. And what Take-Two Interactive did was that they made 2K Sports basically what Sega Sports was for Sega. So, that was the biggest change for NBA 2K because after 2005... You saw the 2K sports branding everywhere. You saw 2K on billboards. 
You saw them on social media. You saw them on the internet. You saw them on YouTube. Like, you couldn't go anywhere around 2008-2009 without seeing NBA 2K somewhere plastered on your advertising. All right? NBA 2K had a big boost when they got sold to Take-Two Interactive. That was the big change on their end. But the big change that also happened that led to the prime of NBA 2K was the internal collapse of NBA Live. All right, EA Sports around 2006-2007 started developing issues for NBA Live as they were transitioning from one generation to the next generation of consoles. They simply couldn't keep up with the hardware. They simply couldn't keep up with making NBA Live as great as they did on the older console. And if for anybody who remembers back in 2006-2007, NBA Live had some of the worst design models you've ever seen in your life. You also know that there were a lot of glitches, there were a lot of bugs, and there was a lot of things in the NBA Live series that led to its demise. And ironically, those same bugs and same glitches almost a decade and a half later would lead to the fall of NBA 2K. But we're not there yet. So as we're talking about the rise and fall of NBA 2K here on the Sports Angle, I want you to understand how NBA got into their prime. Now, I'm going to label their prime pretty simple. From NBA 2K6 to NBA 2K12, that is when NBA 2K rose in popularity. All right, NBA 2K6 to NBA 2K12 is when they surpassed NBA Live and they became the number one basketball video game out there in the market. Now, I'm going to take you back to NBA 2K6 because they had motion capture in their development. Now, a lot of people who play video games take this for granted now, but motion capture was a huge deal in the mid-2000s. All right, having athletes like Shaquille O'Neal do his own motion capture was something you rarely ever saw in sports video games. Like I said earlier in the, in the last segment, NBA 2K was creative. They were innovative for their time. You also have to understand that NBA 2K7 added something to the franchise that is still a mainstream and popularity to this day, and that was a licensed soundtrack for the first time on 2K7. All right, this was the first game that they used artists from the outside world in order for them to promote their game. Now, to be fair, NBA 2K then took this model and beat it to death and beat you over the head with it. But back on NBA 2K7, it was a refreshing thing to hear some of your favorite artists being heard on your video game. So 
you have all of these modes that are being added. They had the slam dunk contest be added to the game. You had all of these brand new ideas that were being introduced in the NBA 2K. You had back on NBA 2K9, the first ever game you could play on your PC, which was something you never had really seen before. You really didn't see an NBA video game on your PC. And then on NBA 2K10, there was something brand new that you never saw before. On NBA 2K10, you had a mode that was originally the moneymaker of NBA 2K, but now has become the huge sword that NBA has fallen on. Back on NBA 2K10, they introduced a career mode titled My Player. And this was the staple of their games in the in the late 2000s, early 2010s. Okay? You understand that have playing My Player, all right, you went through the combine, you played Summer League, then you started your career. And the better you got, the more money you got in the game, you eventually could rank up your player and you could overall could get better. Now, I have played NBA 2K, my player, and I'm going to tell you that if NBA 2K went back to that system, I would be more than happy to spend the money on a current NBA 2K. But as I'm going to explain in the next segment, that's not what NBA 2K did. Like NBA 2K did something so incredibly off-center that their my career doesn't even look now similar to what my player was a decade ago. So they introduced that in the NBA 2K10, and then NBA 2K11 and NBA 2K12 was considered the peak of NBA 2K. That is when you had Michael Jordan... Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, that is when you had the prime of NBA 2K. And those are considered by most people some of the greatest sports video games that have ever been created. And for playing those games myself, I can let you know that it is affirmative. NBA 2K11 and NBA 2K12 were masterpieces for their time. They were revolutionary. So as we're talking about the rise and fall of the NBA 2K franchise, we're going to get into the fall in the next segment here on the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. Don't go anywhere. The multi-format network is here to help create, produce, distribute, and sell your content. For more information, send a message to info at aamp.tv. That's info at aamp.tv. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? 
The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is an urgent health notice. All residents suffering from back pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back brace covered by Medicare. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. The Health Alert Hotline is your back brace company. These specialized braces have been thoroughly tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility. Don't wait. The deadline is fast approaching. The call just takes a few minutes, and we will handle all of the Medicare paperwork. Back braces have helped thousands of people just like you get relief from their back pain and return to living their lives to the fullest, enjoying activities they thought they might never be able to experience again. Find out if you're eligible to receive a pain-relieving back brace. Make sure to have your Medicare card ready when you call. Call us right now. 800-223-7902-800-223-7902. 800-223-7902. That's 800-223-7902. Attention business owners. You and your customers are listening to this commercial right now. Face it. Every business needs customers, even yours. The Sports Circus is a primetime nationally syndicated program that's carried on ABC, NBC, CNBC, and Westwood One News affiliates, plus CBS, Fox, and NBC sports affiliates across North America with coverage from Hawaii to New York. Also, the Sports Circus is available to the 180 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, and the Sports Circus gets about 4 million website visitors per month, which could click through your website and bring sales. The Sports Circus provides great content featuring celebrity guests from sports and entertainment to our audience every weekday, which your company could greatly benefit from by increasing your visibility, foot traffic, eyeballs to your website, and calls from potential customers. Call us right now at 702-799-9935. Again, 702-799-9935. Or email us at info at thesportscircus.com. That's info at thesportscircus.com. Drive your sales today by advertising with the Sports Circus. Welcome back to The Sports Angle, live on AMP TV, double AMP TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on this CBS Sports, KSIX, Astros, Rockets, Texas Radio Network, as well as Magic 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco. Let's get back into it. Go to our social media at The Sports Angle on all platforms, engage in our conversation over there. And go to our website, thesportsangle.com. Check out our content we have there. Earlier in the show, I asked a trivia question. And the trivia question was, which NBA 2K introduced the Jordan Challenge? All right, which NBA 2K was the first one that allowed you to play with the 90s Bulls 
for the first time in franchise history. Okay, which NBA uh, 2K game was that? You can answer it on our social media, at the Sports Angle, chat on AMP TV, double AMP TV, or Facebook Live. In the last segment, I talked about the peak of NBA 2K. I talked about how from 2K6 to 2K12, that is when they were gaining popularity as the number one basketball video game on the market. Okay, because I've pretty much broken the timeline into a trio of uh, scenarios. All right, you had the humble beginnings of NBA 2K, which was from 2000 to 2005. All right, from NBA 2K to NBA 2K5, that was the humble beginnings of this franchise. Then you had the second era, which was their peak in popularity, and that was from 2K6 to 2K12. And now from 2K13 to 2K21 is the fall of this franchise. Now, understand that I am going to say this once, and I will say this over and over again when it comes to different video games. I am not against microtransactions as long as they are cosmetic. If you can buy something in a video game that is just cosmetic, all right, something that's just for your character to wear or just something for your character to have in the game that will not give you an advantage over somebody else, I am okay with that. All right, I am fine with buying a jersey on Madden. That's one of those premium jerseys on Madden Ultimate Team. All right, I'm fine with buying, you know, some custom shoes that cost a certain amount of money on NBA 2K. All right, I'm fine with that. I don't have a problem with microtransactions as long as they are cosmetic. The problem that I have is when microtransactions force you to have a pay-to-win system. I have a problem when video games pretty much have you behind a paywall and it forces your player to pretty much be at a disadvantage from the start. And starting with NBA 2K13 all the way to the modern era of NBA 2K 2021... Understand that they have added in microtransactions from this point. Understand that they introduced my team in NBA 2K13, which was the equivalent to Madden Ultimate Team over there. All right, my team on NBA 2K was the equivalent of HUT for the NHL franchise. All right, you got to build a team. You got to open packs. You got to buy players on the market. All right. It was a very good concept. And I will say that the first two years of NBA 2K, my team, they had good intentions. All right. You could realistically play the game without having to spend a dime. I would know this because I did. I did not spend a single cent 
on 2K13 or 2K14. All right, it was a lot of fun creating a team without having to spend any money. All right, this wasn't a tedious grind by any means. The biggest problem, and a lot of people, including myself, I have mentioned this, is that when they got to NBA 2K14 on the next-gen consoles, that is when the NBA 2K franchise took a dip in creativity. When they got to NBA 2K14 on the PS4 and on the Xbox One, that is when most people, including myself, noticed that microtransactions started taking over the entire game. All right, microtransactions were being put in almost every single game mode. And because of that, the NBA 2K franchise started to be a cash cow within said cash cow. All right, it was similar to how Madden Ultimate Team has become the cash cow within Madden, who is a cash cow for EA Sports. All right, similar to FIFA. How FIFA Ultimate Team is the cash cow for FIFA, which in itself is the cash cow for, for EA Sports. Understand that starting with 2K14 on the next-gen console, the dialogue was very choppy. The voice acting was awful in my career. Understand that 2K14 had some of the worst glitches I've ever seen in my life. All right, 2K14, when it dropped for the next generation, it was one of the most panned video games of that time. Now, NBA 2K15 fixed some of the bugs. And yes, it fixed some of the issues that 2K14 had. They got better voice acting. They got better uh, improvements with the gameplay. But a lot of people, including myself, still had that bitter taste from 2K14. And there was also the fact that microtransactions were still rampant in the video game. Understand that there was still this huge reliance on you buying packs. Then you got to NBA 2K16 where there was a divide by your audience base. All right, NBA 2K16 is normally known as the fork in the road for NBA 2K fans. All right, this is where a lot of the diehard fans from the older generation tend to exit stage left. Because a lot of people by 2K16 figured out that this franchise was on a decline and they were going to go on a decline very quickly. All right, a lot of the people who played NBA 2K from NBA 2K8, 9, 10, they were fed up with how NBA 2K played. They were upset about the fact that, you know, you had all these modes, but you had to pay to win in order to play them. All right, the NBA 2K pretty much locked everything behind a paywall and forced you to spend thousands of dollars just to be a 99 overall. All right, the grind to become a great player on NBA 2K, it ended up being a really 
tedious grind by NBA 2K16. So there was the fork in the road where the old school diehard fans left, but the newer generation, the younger generation who had just started to play NBA 2K, they say that this is among the greatest NBA 2Ks of all time. All right, if you ask anybody who's younger about NBA 2K, they will tell you how revolutionary NBA 2K16 was. All right, they'll sit there and tell you about the fact that they had all of these halftime, post-game, pre-game shows. You talk, they'll talk about the fact that they had these revolutionary things in my league. And they'll tell you all these amazing things about 2K16 because they're the newer generation. They don't know any better. All right, it's that generation gap. And now let's get into the present day. Because starting with NBA 2K18, they have suffered from launch after launch after launch of bugs. They have had to deal with an NBA 2K franchise that is so incredibly broken that you can't play it for the first couple of days. Go ask anybody who has bought an NBA 2K on launch on 2K18, 19, 20, or 21, and they will tell you that this is basically a half-completed game that you bought for $60. Understand that because of patches... Because of the fact that you can do updates in these games, NBA 2K pretty much puts out a half-release game, but then updates it halfway through the year. So if you're a kid, or if you're a teenager who buys NBA 2K around Christmas time, you're going to get a complete game. But if you buy NBA 2K in September, if you buy it when it comes out, you will know how terrible... The game is on launch. All right. I played NBA 2K18 when it came out. And I will say this. I played it for 10 minutes and I immediately gave up and and wanted my money back. That was how terrible the launch was for that game. So if people are asking where the fall came from NBA 2K, it was the fact that Starting around NBA 2K14 and leading all the way to NBA 2K21, they no longer cared about a completed game. They no longer cared about having the best game possible. They would send you a half-completed game at launch. They would have bugs and glitches in the game that they wouldn't patch for weeks. And they would also heavily rely on product placement and microtransactions to make as much money as humanly possible. And the answer to the trivia question was NBA 2K11 was when the Jordan Challenge was introduced to NBA 2K. NBA 2K11 was the first game that you were allowed to wear Jordan shoes in your my career. And more importantly... NBA 2K11 was the first time that you could suit up as Jordan, as Pippen, as Rodman, and play as the 90s Bulls in your 2K. So 
We talked about the rise and fall of NBA 2K, but I want to know, what do you think? What do you think about NBA 2K as a franchise? Do you think that they are going to keep on falling in terms of uh, production? Do you think they're going to keep on falling in terms of popularity? And more importantly, do you think NBA 2K will ever get back to where they were? This is a sports angle. So long, everyone. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. been thinking about mcdonald's all day can't get it off my mind i can already taste it Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some mickey d's deal there's a deal for every moment at mcdonald's right now get two of your favorites for just 350 mix and match a classic mcchicken a hot and spicy mcchicken or a juicy mcdouble price and participation may vary cannot be combined with combo meal single item at regular price get ready to cheer on team usa Sign up for Xfinity Internet and get a Flex 4K streaming box free and Peacock Premium included. Can your internet do that? Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Peacock subscription required. Xfinity, proud partner of Team USA.